Welcome to the Product Podcast, brought to you by Product School. Here, you'll get fresh insight from the people at the very top of the tech companies who make the products we love. Remember, you can learn product management live online. Visit productschool.com to discover our new certificate path. There, you can also join the world's largest community of PMs and network with the leaders from these podcasts at our online events. There's something happening almost every day. Welcome to Product School, and thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm very excited to be here. My name is Ashwat, and I'm a product manager at Lyft. I've been building products for the last 10 years at a number of interesting uh, companies. I was thinking to myself, if I were to go back in time 10 years ago and give myself some advice, what would that be? And I came up with these nine principles. Uh, they are simple principles, but takes years of practice uh, to follow and master. And I hope these are useful to you as well. Before we dive in, let me share my background uh, so that you know where these principles are coming from. I started my career as a software engineer at Microsoft. And on the side, a friend and I started building apps uh, for the Windows Phone. And we ended up having 200,000 users, a number of different apps, and started making revenue. Uh, it was really exciting. And uh, that convinced me that I want to be an entrepreneur. And a product manager seemed like the low risk version of an entrepreneur and the right place to start. Uh, so I switched my career uh, to be a technical product manager at Amazon. And then I moved to a smaller company uh, called Opower, which I PO'd and then got acquired by Oracle. And then I wanted to move to an even smaller company. Uh, so I joined uh, Quizlet. Uh, when it was like 30 people uh, as the first product hire. And the company grew a lot over three years. And we ended up being a billion dollar company. Uh, so it was a really fun and exciting time. Uh, now I'm working at Lyft. Uh, I'm the product lead uh, for road safety. And I'm also creating a new uh, financial uh, marketplace. As true product managers, before we dive into how, let's ask ourselves why we build products. My philosophy in life is simple. I want to have good times and help others have good times as well. And creating things uh, helps me have fun and also helps me make life fun for others uh, by solving problems, uh, introducing moments of delight. I've divided the product principles into three sections with three principles each. The first one is clarity. How do we figure out where we want to go? And the second one is action. And how do we actually go in that direction? And the last one is foundation. Uh, what are the general uh, things to keep in mind uh, to be successful? Principle number one, the first rule of fishing is to know where to fish. And this is the most important principle. Uh, you can do everything else right, but if you do this one wrong, then you're likely not going to be successful. Uh, success is opportunity times execution. Uh, so if you have a bad opportunity, and even if you execute well, uh, your results are likely not going to be good. And uh, whereas if you have a great opportunity, and even with an average execution, uh, you have a chance to be very successful. Um, so when you go into a company or start a product, uh, you have to make sure you pick the right opportunity. Uh, some questions to ask yourself, is it a large market, is it growing, and is it underserved? 
so with Quizlet, uh, it helps uh, prepare students for tests. Uh, there are 1 billion students in the world, and there are no easy tools to help them learn quickly. Uh, so Quizlet was like a, is still in a great space and great opportunity there. Uh, Lyft, similarly, uh, is helping people move from point A to point B. Almost every person in the world uh, does this, and there's a need uh, to make it cheaper, uh, faster, and more efficient. Uh, can you get obsessed about it is the second question. Uh, not all opportunities are a fit for everybody. Uh, if you feel passionately about a problem, you will go the extra mile, you will work harder, and uh, that's going to help you be successful. Uh, so make sure you pick something uh, where you feel uh, the problem resonates with you and that you really want to help those customers. Principle number two, a well-understood problem is half the solution. A lot of us uh, are very eager to jump into solution and ideas before we deeply understand the problem. And as a result, uh, we might be solving the wrong problem or coming up with subpar solutions. Uh, so before you uh, dive into any uh, solution, the first step is to understand uh, the problem deeply. And you can start with understanding your user. So who exactly is your user? And uh, go really deep about it. Like, uh, what is their lifestyle? What are their demographics? Uh, what are their aspirations? What are their concerns and uh, limitations? Uh, get in their shoes uh, and really understand them. And the second question is, what exactly are they hiring your product for? And this is the jobs to be uh, done framework. Uh, with Quizlet, we used to think that students want to achieve mastery and ace their tests. Uh, but we, as we talked to a lot of students, we realized that uh, most students just want to cram and pass their tests with as little effort as possible. And that distinction like, gave us a different kind of product strategy and different kind of uh, products to and solutions to build. And before you solve any problem uh, in general, uh, ask yourself why and go deep and do some research and get some facts. Uh, in one of the products that I was working on, uh, our sign-up rate was pretty low. We had a lot of visitors, but visitors were not signing up. Uh, and we spent a lot of time actually improving the sign-up flows and sign-up forms. Uh, but then we realized that people were not signing up because there was no reason to sign up. Uh, most of the value was available without signing up, so why do that in the first place? Uh, so we started addressing that problem, and that helped a lot with signups. Principle number three, grand vision, simple steps. Once you identify a great opportunity, and then you deeply understand the problem that you need to solve, the next step is to come up with a solution. And it helps to have a very grand vision uh, for your solution, because when you aim high, uh, the things that you come up with, the solutions you come up with, are also very exceptional. And uh, one person who's famous for this is Elon Musk. Uh, when he started uh, SpaceX, his vision was to go to Mars. And when he started Tesla, his vision was to create electric cars uh, that were as affordable and as functional as gas cars as well. And he wanted to make them widely available. Uh, so how do you think uh, big? Uh, there are three kind of questions you can ask yourself. One is, what is the five-star? or seven-star experience of the product. And second, uh, you can ask yourself, how, how can I make this twice as better, or twice as quick, or twice as cheap as compared to what it is today? Uh, you can also think long-term. If you had 
uh, no time constraints. Like you can uh, work for 10 years on this problem and with unlimited resources, uh, what can you do? And uh, what's that 10x version of the product? Uh, the other trick uh, that's helpful is to personify. At Opar, we wanted to nudge uh, users to save energy. And we thought our product as a personal energy advisor an expert who sits next to the user uh, kind of helps them understand what they really want to know, uh, answers their questions, and also helps them develop good habits and behaviors uh, to reduce uh, their energy use and save money. A grand vision, of course, is not enough. Uh, you need to lay out uh, concrete, actionable steps uh, to get to that vision. Uh, so you can uh, come up with uh, milestones uh, and also the key building blocks uh, that you need to achieve that vision. So with Tesla, um, Elon needed uh, capital and he also needed uh, the core battery uh, and engine technology uh, to build this uh, car. So he started with a sports model, which is Roadster, and then uh, expanded uh, that funded uh, both the technology and R&D and led to the expansion to model three, which is more widely available and a cheaper and more affordable version. Principle number four, if no one is using your product, did you actually build a great product? So once you have clarity in what you're going to build and how you're going to go about it, then the next step is to execute and move in that direction. Uh, when I worked on my first few products, um, I used to uh, be very excited, build the product and launch it and then crickets. Uh, no one used it. And that's a very disappointing uh, feeling. And uh, in order to avoid that, you need to think about how you're going to acquire your first 10, 100, and 1,000 users even before you start uh, building your product. You need to know who those users are and where, where they are and how you reach them, uh, either through paid advertising or posting in certain channels and uh, other, other means. Um, you can also think of acquisition and retention as actually product features that you need to include uh, in your launch. Uh, if you're building a product within a large company, maybe an additional feature, uh, then you need to figure out like what are the channels and entry points uh, through which the existing users are going to find out about this uh, feature uh, and make sure those are built as a part of your MVP. And uh, you don't need to uh, grow uh, too early on, like uh, premature growth usually does not help. You want to make sure that you have product market fit, uh, that the users are actually retaining, uh, they provide feedback for the product and you actually make the product good enough uh, that people come back and have a high rating or feedback for your product. And then you start pouring fuel into the fire and uh, accelerate the growth uh, in many different uh, ways. Principle number five, ideas are cheap and execution is everything. This one is pretty self-contained. Uh, ideas are everywhere. Everyone has a lot of ideas and there's no dearth of ideas in the world. Uh, what matters most is bringing those ideas to life and that needs uh, execution and execution is really hard. Uh, there are three things to keep in mind. Uh, so one is the right team. Uh, so you need to make sure that you know what expertise you need what levels of expertise and the culture and attitude of uh, people uh, that you want on the team uh, to achieve your goal. Uh, the second most important step is to simplify and focus. This is a mistake uh, people make a lot and I've made this mistake as well. 
where you keep expanding the scope of the product, adding more features, uh, adding more user personas and use cases, and the project becomes very complex and uh, product becomes very complex and uh, it takes a long time to launch. And when you launch, it's not very successful and you don't have the bandwidth or capital to keep working on that again. Uh, so to avoid that, uh, really narrow down your focus, identify a very narrow user and a very narrow use case and do the few important things and do them well. Uh, try to build momentum by shipping often. Uh, if you iterate often, uh, you tend to go further rather than trying to aim for perfection. And magical question is how can you do this in half the time? And whenever I ask myself this question, I come up with many ideas to cut the features and simplify the product even more. The third part is thoughtful process. Uh, it takes a good hygiene and a good uh, process and an organized process to actually launch successful products. Uh, so I tend to have a team kickoff before starting any major project, uh, clear plans, uh, owners, timelines, uh, check-ins, um, and, and other sprint kind of meetings. Uh, I also try to get regular feedback during the sprint uh, so that we can change direction and make sure that uh, we are going in the right direction. And I also uh, encourage investment in productivity tools and removing tech debt so that uh, you can uh, increase your velocity and build quicker uh, over time. Principle number six, reflect, learn, and adapt. Success is not a straight path. Product development is a process of discovery. Uh, you start with a hypothesis of an opportunity, a problem, and a solution, uh, but you never know for sure if that's right. Uh, so you run a bunch of experiments, you build, you get feedback, and try and figure out if you're right or wrong, and adjust your course as you learn about it. So start with a hypothesis uh, and uh, think of a product development as a series of steps to validate uh, hypotheses and come up with new hypotheses. Um, extract the right insights. Uh, sometimes uh, you might discover that some users really like your product, but the others don't. So maybe you need to narrow down your focus or maybe focus on a different kind of use case or user and be open to change. It's also important to experiment and improve how we work as a team and figure out the right process for you. It's very rare that a group of people come together and it just immediately clicks and you start working well together. There are different communication styles, work styles, expectations. Uh, so every sprint, uh, it's nice to do a retrospective as a team and to understand what went well, what did not do well, go well, and can be improved. Uh, don't try to change too many things all at once. Uh, I usually like to identify one concrete change every couple of weeks and implement that before we do the next one. All right, now we're on to the last category of principles, the foundations. Principle number seven, care for your users and product. As I mentioned earlier, product development is an act of service. You build products to help your customers solve problems and have a better life. And you can't serve someone well if you don't genuinely care for them. 
So it's important that you pick a company or industry or product uh, where you can genuinely empathize and care uh, for the users. And this would make you go the extra mile uh, to actually support them. Uh, and if they have any requests or needs, you try to solve them and you prioritize any annoyances or bugs uh, and fix them. Uh, you also have to care for the product deeply. Uh, take pride in your product and set up minimum product quality. Uh, don't have broken windows like certain set of features or corners of your product uh, that you don't take as much care of. Uh, it's very easy to clear, create a slippery slope as the product quality can go down and bleed into other areas as well. Uh, also take pride in the team performance and camaraderie. Uh, I really enjoy it when a team uh, gets together and works really well, and it's a great feeling, and that's something I care deeply about as well. Principle number eight, product building is a team sport. It takes a lot to launch a great product, many ideas coming together, many skill sets coming together, and many talented people coming together. As a PM, you are not coming up with all the ideas, and you're not uh, implementing. Uh, you are a curator of ideas and you're a curator of people and skills who come together and bring that idea to life. Uh, so your role is to make sure that everyone is enabled and inspired to do their best and that everyone understand what you're doing, why you're doing, and what are the steps and the plan uh, to achieve that so that there is clarity, uh, interaction, and what they have to do. Uh, you are also responsible to make sure that the team collaborates well. You are the glue that brings that team together and that the team really cares for each other and you care for the rest of the team. The final principle, principle number nine, the product reflects you. Product builders set the product vision what they're going to build, make a series of decisions uh, that influence what happens to the product and ultimately creates the product. So the product is a reflection of you and the product culture and the team culture is a reflection of your behaviors and actions. So it's important that you take care of yourself. And there are three areas here. One is attitude. A great product manager or product builder is very optimistic. You need to believe that something can be better and problems can be solved. And you need to have the high energy and drive to make it happen. Uh, it's also important to be a very low ego person uh, because product development is a discovery process. You don't know the answers. You need to be humble and find the answers from your team, from data, from customers. Uh, low ego people are also easier to work with and you need to be very collaborative and put your team or yourself because ultimately the team success leads to the product success. Another attribute is to always be learning. Uh, while building products, we are trying to push boundaries of what is possible, trying to be creative and innovative. Uh, so the learning never stops. And there are so many different domains to learn, functions to learn, catch up on ideas and new ways of thinking. And the best product managers that I know are curious and are always reading articles, videos, doing courses, uh, meeting with peers and chatting about it. 
the last attribute is to be a bar raiser. Uh, you need to aim high. You need to set a high standard. Uh, keep pushing and inspiring yourself and others. And that's how you create great products. Uh, you need to be organized, a planner, a status checker, follow-upper. Uh, if a product manager is not organized, the rest of the team falls in disarray. Execution is really hard without an organized product person leading the execution. You also set the quality and standard of collaboration. Uh, make sure the team works well together and be that loop. And also the quality of the product and how the two team works well together. So it's very important that uh, you take care of your mental and physical health uh, so that you are in great shape. And because of that, your product and your product team are in great shape as well. So I'm going to end on like one last note here is uh, take care. Uh, so this is especially a tough time and a stressful situation for a lot of us. Uh, one thing that's helped me a lot is to take 15 minutes walk in the morning, uh, taking some days of work uh, so that uh, I can zone out and uh, come back refreshed. Here's a summary of all the nine product building principles. Uh, first, find the right opportunity where the fish is understand the problem deeply, have a grand vision and steps to achieving that vision. Think about growth and how you're going to get users even before you start building the product. Execution is the most important thing and it's very hard. Reflect, learn, adapt. You don't have the answers up front. You need to discover along the way. Deeply care for your users and product and want to serve them well. Product building is a team sport. Set up a great team and enable them for success. And your product reflects you. So please take care of yourself. Have the right attitude and the right energy uh, to make it happen. These principles are not rocket science. They're very simple and common sense. But it takes years of deliberate practice to master them and to follow them. So one tip I have for you is to set up a recurring calendar invite. Uh, I have an event every Wednesday at 9 a.m. where I reflect on how I'm doing as a PM. I look back at the product building principles and other reflections that I have had or great articles that I see. Uh, the principles are in my blog if you want to reference. Uh, but if you want these to stick and if you don't want to forget all of these a week from now, uh, create this calendar event right now so that you can go back and think about it on a weekly basis. And that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining. If you have any questions or comments, leave them below or tweet at Aswathkrishnan and I'll respond. I also enjoy blogging and writing about product management. Uh, so if you're interested, check out my website at aswathkrishnan.com and you can sign up uh, to receive notifications about my new essays and blog posts. Thank you, have a fantastic weekend, and best of luck. Thank you for listening to The Product Podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. For more product insights, head over to productschool.com.